Hi, and welcome once again to What's the Damage companion show to the incredibly well-known and popular actual play D&D show, Roll for Damage. Your assassins continue to fail, and thus we are back again this week. On Friday, the Shields of Twilight ventured out and again into the breach on a daring mission to pick some flowers. Of course, um, things didn't go as smoothly, didn't go as smoothly at all, otherwise there wouldn't be a plot. Um, they ran into some strange creatures blocking their paths, totally kicked those creatures' asses, no problem. Um, but then things heated up a little bit as Perry set herself on fire, destroying all her stuff. Then as Perry was still mourning the loss of all of her stuff, the party came face to face with a massive dragon who told them in no uncertain terms to fuck the hell off or get set on fire. They fucked off. But off was apparently not the kind of fucked the camping wanted to be because he headed back to confront the dragon um, and got roasted for his trouble. <laughs> so I think the moral of this episode is fire is bad and it will ruin your day. Uh, we'll be discussing fire safety tips as well as how to deal with curses uh, in just a moment. As always, stick around after the stream for interesting stuff, useful links, and cool places to send your money. I'm your host, Truth Benson, and this is What's the Damage? Fire Edition. Welcome back. We've got two wonderful guests today. We've got Laura, who plays Peregrine, who had a rough episode. Um, and we and we have Jenny, who plays Campion, who also had a rough episode. Hi, guys. Um, I think I know what the damage is this time, but let's get your reactions anyway. Go. I mean, I'll <laughs> see what we're all thinking. What the fuck, Jay? Yeah, man. Uh... I thought, I thought I was playing chicken with the DM. 
and uh did you thought, genuinely think that yo i did dude i was like i was like man this is the like cause, like the fox like i knew the fox transformed into the dragon so i was like okay but then why did the fox not stop us going into the horde when it but i was like okay cool but it was like a dragon and i was like yo the, but she said like there was like some kind of like fairy fairy yeah. type thing so i'm thinking like oh this is some like fey pixie magic you know flowers I'm thinking I'm... like they're protecting the flowers, but they're using an illusion. So I'm like, yo, I'm a I'm gonna call these pixies out at their own game. Um and it did not work out. My um God. yeah. Oh, you yeah. know, just I've never I've never played under you as a DM, but your plots must be so convoluted. <laughs> I mean, like it's terrifying what those it's must be like. It's insane. My thoughts. My thoughts. Oh, we because love it. I could not follow his <laughs> train of thought for doing this. And like all I could do was have was have Perry like just start screaming, No, you're not you're you're wrong. This is wrong. Please don't this do this. Real. <laughs> and the crew was like, Yeah. Yeah, then and he just so stands uh -huh. there. Like I'm just in absolute shock. So I just have Perry just stand there staring at Baldaim because I'm like, what am I gonna do? Like, is this happening right now? Yeah. Yeah, and, and Quinn was like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna apologize. I'm like, Quinn, you don't have to apologize. It's not real. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing. And like everybody else was like, let's chill. Let's mm -hmm. chill and then go back up and like let Quinn apologize or something. Let's be cool about this. Nah, mm -hmm. Campion ain't got no chill. Yeah, bro. There's no time. There's no time. Kimmy's got to get these flowers. Go back to civilization. Okay? Tune in next week for the consequences of Campion's behavior. Oh, yeah, no. Oh, I yeah. think we saw some of those consequences this week, too. A little bit. I mean, I can't believe he looked Perry in the eye and said it was worth it while she had nothing left. It, it was worth it. Um, oh, you keep thinking that. Tune in next week for how that turns out. Now, for now you have information on like dragons, <laughs> especially golden. Yeah, dragons. they breathe fire. They breathe fire and they protect <laughs> little magical flowers filled with magic dust. Okay, yeah. Uh, it's all all for the pursuit of the natural Science. sciences. Thank you. I just. Um, Fantasy zoology. I know, dude. You know, we just get you a new book, and then, and then, you know, yeah. Oh yeah, because there's no sentimental value to the one thing she brought with her from her village where everyone is dying. Yeah, she gave a whole speech about it. Like she. Yeah. <laughs> Campion does not care. Campion's an ass. There, there's a there's, there's a disconnect. Um, Campion, like he he understands like journals are a thing but he has like 80 something fucking journals filled mm -hmm. with like bullshit yeah. he's just like just get a new journal yeah you yeah. you have different associations yeah. exactly with journal. Yeah. you know yeah plus there's always there's always a, a, a weird disconnect uh for campion he doesn't think like normal people man he doesn't process things like normal people so it's just like you know yeah. Yeah. He's not malicious or anything. He just he just occasionally there's a there's a disconnect socially. Very exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredibly Which is an interesting so. dynamic for a party that's struggling to come together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Like we sorted out one problem and <laughs> traded it for Campion. Exactly. Uh, 
But it's a good I mean, problem. Sure he saved your life. He later. saved your life. Yes. But then he also, now Perry realizes, robbed Perry of an essential discovery. <laughs> Sacrifices. <laughs> Vivian's gonna get mauled next week if he keeps this up. Just oh my god! Mauled. Yeah, tune in, tune in to see like Barry kicking Campion around like a beach ball <laughs> all through the streets of Suma, y'all. Oh man! An uh, entire episode of just Campion bouncing down the street. Um, oh my god! Yeah, it's like this like Zuma anime controller is like. Can we do anything? Can we do something? It's like, just like, yeah, no, just let it. Just I let got it eight hours of that shit. Just let it happen. Uh, I wonder if it's legal in Zuma to like be a rampaging bear. Are there any laws specifically against that? <laughs> we'll find out next week. <laughs> uh, see Barry go to jail. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's our intro today, guys. It's a bit lengthy. Um, so. Uh, you guys are, we're going to start with like the pink cheese pool because I just thought that was such an interesting image um, and experience for you guys. Uh, so you're coming up, uh, you've been coming up lately against some like gross, weird stuff in the mm-hmm. woods. And I've asked like um, Perry's perspective, like as a druid on all this mm-hmm. mutation stuff, but for Campion, this must be like scientifically fascinating. Like, I'm not sure how much, like, botany he does or whatever, but weird shit. A lot more now that he has, like, you know, experience Mm -hmm. in herbalism and everything. Um, But, yeah, you really wanted a sample of this pollen. Well, I mean, honestly, I'm going to be honest, if he would have tried to sneak a little bit of, a little bit extra of the pollen, you know, just between (laughs) me and the audience. I know it's bad, but, uh, yeah, yeah, for science, he would have done that. So yeah, dragon dragon thing might have happened anyway. So, you know, whatever. But yeah, no, honestly, uh, it was cool. Uh, It seemed very intriguing, Um, especially like how like most people would find this fucking like dust in caves. Like it was like supposedly like found in caves, but like now it's a fucking flower. So like you like what's going on there, man? You know, that's intriguing. Like, what's the half-life of these flowers? You know, where do they come from? Half-life exactly. of, the, of the spirit blossoms. I know, like, I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. They were glowing. I know, exactly. You know, it might be some radioactive bullshit. Dude. Apparently know, yeah. magic is radiation. Y'all. Exactly. Just, just in d magic is just everything it's just is radioactive. Radiate, radioactive? Ask Campion. Resident scientist. <laughs> My god. The thing is, like, this isn't our world, so this could all be right. <laughs> we don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Dude. Sometimes I see the DM's face and I'm like, well, Campion's just crazy. Like, uh, dude, like, the things I say, and I look at Serenity and, and fucking, and fucking, and, and fucking, oh, Jake, dude, he's just like, Jesus Christ. Jake. Man. Like he just wants to say things so hard. And he's just like, I'm just gonna just chill right here. And yeah, because he's my he's energy. a science teacher, so like yeah, exactly. it's deep, disti- instinctual urge. Yeah, you glance over, his eye is twitching, and yeah. you're like, oh, oh, a 
oh no, yeah, oh no. no. There's gonna be yeah. an aneurysm soon. Yeah, I keep yeah. expecting to yeah. look over and just see like the huge popped open like a bottle of vodka. Yeah, the, ma- the, majori- <laughs> the majority of the time I don't do it on purpose, but then like when I see him, like he's he's going into it, I You're like I, oh I can I can be obnoxious I, now. I, I'm like yes, I'm gonna go mm-hmm. even deeper into this. Yeah. Oh, the yeah. truth revealed. Yeah, exactly. I know. Jake, Bullying sorry. at the table. <laughs> sorry, yeah. not sorry, Jake. <laughs> Oh my god. I mean that is kind of half the fun though is is you've got oh, yeah. we've got people who know stuff, like mm-hmm. real stuff. And then we've got the fake science happening. <laughs> exactly, like, dude. Happening so enthusiastically too. Yeah. I know. Yeah. So good. Oh my god. I enjoy I enjoy it all the time and then Serenity is like especially when I try to when I try to use levitate and she's like, "Bro, you still have like, you know, gravity's not on you, but you still have mass, you know, and I'm just like <laughs> When the DM explains the but science. But do I though? Do I? And then she's like, "Yeah, get the fuck out of here." I'm like, "Okay, cool." Oh <laughs> Can I convince the DM that, uh, that I know more about her world than she does? Exactly. Can I bullshit uh, spoiler this alert, as much as not possible? Not ever. Yeah. Gonna okay. okay. You know what? If somebody like bullshit a good enough reason to me, and like it sounded good, I probably look them just like. like Fuck it, you're right now. Yeah, I'd be like, that's okay, how this works. yeah, that, that is how it works. <laughs> sure. Um, oh my god. Cool. So, um, I want to talk about for a minute uh, your little combat with those weird purple things because Camping kicked some ass during this. It's floaty. Oh yeah, dude. It was mm-hmm. sick, man. The the digital dice gods were blessing me with that was amazing. everything, dude. Like yeah. like if you were to go back to like the, the session before that one, it was just like I was barely hitting it. <laughs> so it was like, okay, we're gonna give them up. We're gonna give them a pass this time. We're gonna uh-huh. we're, we're, we're gonna do this now. You know? We're gonna take it back once the And exactly. I was yeah. I, I the, the confidence was in me. I thought I was invincible, bro. <laughs> that explains so much yeah. exactly. later on. Like exactly. at the end of the session. Into Jay's mindset. I know, dude. It was just it was too much. The power was within me. I I, I was corrupted. Um, <laughs> and I, yeah, dude. And so I was just like, oh, dude, I just shot these things. Oh my God. I just did 50 damage. I just did another, another 40 some oh damage. God. Oh my God. I'm God, bro. I'm God. Okay. Let's do this. A dragon. Let's say the a real dragon. Punch okay. it. <laughs> Become Iron Fist. That's, that's just how I do it. Uh yeah no but I I uh just like any any person who who gets a big head uh they fall I the the, the oh right because before the fall I I I fell man I I the the wax wings just melted and I I saw the bullshit and I died <laughs> you know almost died I I got burnt uh mm-hmm. and it was bad and Serenity was like okay cool here I'm gonna make sure he's he's good um and but but yeah <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yeah. But, but yeah, no, that was really scary. I was like, oh shit, did I just kill Kim for you? Part of me was like, I'll revivify him, but I'm gonna let him die first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he I wouldn't. To feel that. I wouldn't. Like, if I'd been there and have done something, but like, a small part of me is like, he deserves yeah. this. He deserves yeah. this. He, he deserves, deserves this for his hubris. Yeah, and then, straight. and then I would have came back as uh as like a gnome or a fucking you know some kind of weird creature. 
I'm just like, okay, cool. See, and that's also the danger. Exactly. Letting letting Campion die. Exactly. Like, this shit's only going to get progressively weirder. So, um, yeah. As a promise. (laughs) Talking to Um, that's the bank. mm -hmm. (laughs) My God. It's all good. (sighs) Certified. Um, Anyway, so... Perry, uh, before before the dragon and everything mm-hmm. happened, Perry to get her clothes set on fire for magic reasons, leaving you apparently only in bark armor with nothing underneath, like like video game armor. Yeah. Um, okay. So um, yeah, pretty much. Like, cause we did, we either bought or found like bark wrap armor. So like, mm-hmm. I have magic armor, um, but I own literally three magic items. So. <laughs> That was it. Scandalous. Um, yeah. yeah, so sadly, Perry lost her sketchbook in the fire um, mm-hmm. and was really upset about it. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the, the thing is, like, when she left home, like, she still carries this, like, small amount of guilt for having left, even though she knew it was the right thing to do. And, like, that was the one thing that she took from her favorite brother, who hands mm-hmm. her a sketchbook and says, take this with you, bring back all the knowledge you find. You will see so much, record it, hold on to it. And so Perry has been meticulously collecting things. And like there, there was a flower from using this, the water to bring back Oriana and the drawing of Dobby the Nat mm-hmm. 20 drawing of Dobby after he died, which like for me, like I imagine that that was like almost a perfect image of the first, th- you know, the first real loss they ever experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it, it's not the wild shapes that she drew to learn because once she learned them, she was fine, but it's, it's all of the other things, the knowledge she gained on top of the sentimental nature of the book itself. And so like part of her is like, I really need to clean out the staff and I need to send a message to Warren. And it meant I lost the present you gave me. Um, because for her, like, it may seem like nothing to most people, but for her, it was like the one thing that mattered. The one thing she had that was hers. Mm-hmm. And so now she's like, she's lost that and her art supplies and her seeds and her herbalism kit that she bought to help Campion. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this fire wasn't his fault (laughs) no but like that's the thing is like part of why that like really sticks with her now is like she reached out and touched that magic to try to help the group Mm -hmm. and she paid for it campion went and did something selfish and arrogant and he lost nothing but some regainable health and comes down and he looks her in the eye and says yeah it was totally worth it he went and a robbed them of an opportunity to make things right, made things so much worse with Aaron and humiliated them further. Robbed Perry of an opportunity to learn from something that was both nature and arcane, which she really wanted to learn about and destroyed a natural wonder because at that time she didn't know what she knew at the very last of the episode. And, and he lost nothing for it and has not, in her mind, 
recognized what he did or the fact that he got away with it. And so she's just devastated and furious. And partially the only reason she didn't lose her shit on him was because she touched that magic and it was destructive and she's scared. If I do lose control again now, who knows what happens? What if I accidentally hurt him in a way that is unfixable? You know, what if I actually kill my friend? Emotional stuff. Yeah. Um, so did you guys steal a book from the library? I feel like there's some confusion about that. Do you have that book? I accidentally, I think we did actually, yeah. We, I don't okay. remember us picking nodding. it up. Like, I don't remember us picking it up, but there was like a lot happening at that time. So, I mean. Yeah, because it was just like, it was just when we found the doorway and then it was just like, uh -huh. okay, what happens with the book? And then we're like, oh yeah, let's see. And then we got the idea to just like, just put it in the bag of holding. And then, yeah. And then, you know, she took it out at the other side when, when we entered and it was like, oh, it's still there. You know, it's, it's not mm -hmm. like the, the book you know, fades out. It's still a real book, but now, you know, it's like a whole thing. And yeah. so, yeah, we came, like, by the end, I think, of last session, we were like, oh, shit, yeah, we we have this book. Uh, what, what the mm -hmm. fuck is the library going to do? Like, they, they, they have, they must have some kind of magical way. Yeah, the book like... wasn't there when Oriana reached for it, so yeah. they took right. their book back. But, like, I didn't remember Did us picking it up. It? Yeah. So, like, mm -hmm. My whole thing was like, I remembered us taking the notes and I remember I had said, leave the book, we don't need it. And then like, there was so much happening. And then there was the confusion about the doors because mm -hmm. none of us could feel doors. Um, so I thought, no, 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 we just took the notes, but mm -hmm. I, I guess I was wrong. Well, we'll find out if that matters. Probably does. Um. <laughs> But it might not, who knows? You can just never talk to those people in the library again ever, which is why I did after I accidentally stole a book from the library in Philly when I was five. I just never went back ever. I actually moved to a different part of the state, unrelated. But, yeah. Fled the scene of her crime. Mm. Uh, She's a fugitive from librarians. Just admitting uh, just, that just on from, stream just from the philly library just from the philly library philly library um, yeah so uh, and they all know where i live i'll <laughs> mention it on stream i hope they <laughs> haven't um anyway uh so you guys met a very big angry and religious dragon called you infidels who was very unhappy to see you um so was this a complete surprise to you guys? Or like looking back, was there any like foreshadowing at all? There might be something big near the near the flowers or? I think if Perry had been in her right mind when it happened, she would have mm -hmm. recognized that something was up with the fox. Cause like I did, I was like, oh crap. There, what is with the fox? And also I should look at these flowers, but Perry is completely fucked up right now mm -hmm. and not thinking straight. So she, it didn't click for her. But I was like, the, the minute we start moving toward the cavern, part of me was like, wait a minute. I don't think we're supposed Something to. Yeah. Uh, camping, it was, it was where I, I 
had the idea it was kind of like in my mind I'm like oh shit i should detect magic and then mm -hmm. another another thought came across and i was kind of like thinking about that and then i was just like oh and then it was just like oh we're moving right and it was like oh shit well, I, mean, I guess we might as well like move on and shit so mm -hmm. then it, it yeah it just like it just straight up slipped my mind mm. of like, yo, we should really like check these flowers and shit. And I was like, oh yeah, let's just let's just go on, man. And I was like, ooh, fox. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think my notes were also incomplete. Like I either didn't pick up something that Aaron said like early on, like when we got the thing, because I kept looking back and I was like, I don't have anything that tells me where I'm actually supposed to gather these. Yeah, I was like Serenity, blue glow. She was like blue glow, and I was like, blue glow. I'm like blue flowers. Glow. I'm like, oh. okay, cool. I'm like, okay, that's no. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, dope. Remember yeah. that time I saved Perry's life and also killed like two of those creatures on my own because I'm yeah. awesome. Yeah. yeah. Blue glow. Yeah. Fuck it. Fuck it. Those flowers are pretty. I'm so cool. <laughs> yeah, Campion's still like just riding that I'm so cool vibe. Yeah, dude. Especially <laughs> from like getting that big save. Yeah, mm -hmm. dude. Yeah, that was good. I, I love awesome. these these glasses, you know. And then I also love that he. Yeah, has those glasses, and it's really like you saw these glasses. And I was like, wait, what? No, <laughs> I I appropriated them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice big word means the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll return them to their rightful owner once found. You know, that's just how it is. I guess. <laughs> Awesome. Um, yeah, so I, I love how Campion vacillates so quickly between like quirky and actively insane. Mm. Um, so is he just not aware that there are like good and bad dragons? Um, like how familiar is he with magical creatures in general? Uh, not whatsoever. Not at all. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, he was like, oh, this is a dragon. Uh, he's like, all he knows is dragons like gold. You know, because uh -huh. a, a father, a, a story, you know, is, is, you know, his father told him about like, you know, it was like a joke between like, oh, what's, what's more greedier than a, than a dwarf, you know, and a gold oh, coin. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not racist because his father is also a dwarf. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That. He's okay, it's okay. It's okay when they say it. Exactly. Exa <laughs> oh exactly. Exactly. Don't don't twist this. Don't twist this. Truth. Okay. I apologize. That's a yeah. non-dwarf. I shouldn't have commented. <laughs> <laughs> but 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 yeah but yeah. Um. Uh. So it was just like, oh yeah, the, the gold. It, all these mm. all the dragons care about is gold. Why the fuck does it care about the fucking flowers? Okay, because it's not it's not real. Because <laughs> it's not real. Oh, I love that leap of logic. <laughs> Exactly. Why Yo, did it, it count down? My 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 mindset was like, why was it counting? Why was it not blasting me with the fire? And then it was like, oh yeah, it's blasting with the fire now. I'm like, okay, cool. Interesting. I'm gonna write this down. And this is like six six damage. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm done. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, Campion like burned to a crisp. Just like pulled out his little field journal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah when he was when he was like healed he was like he just like i'd imagine him, like just like sit up and he's just like barbecued and he's, <gasps> and he's just like dragons are aggressive stay out of area you know and then he falls back down it'd be really useful information exactly for dude. <laughs> oh i love it um 
Right. So I'm actually, I'm actually really glad you guys didn't like Quinn apologize to the dragon because I feel like that would have been the same thing probably. Quinn's I... more, he's more talkative now, right? Yeah, but is he better at it? I think he is. Um, he actually, he is. Yeah, he yeah. is okay, better. Well... And 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 what's interesting is, and it's it's really weird because. Up until recently, he wasn't a charisma class at all. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, then but he switched like, over. Baltaim is like supposed to be statistically our talker. In Oriana. In Oriana. But like for a while now, it has been, been the two half elves that have yeah. like persuaded yeah, everybody to do all the shit. So, I mean, I think that had Quinn gone up there, either had he gone up there and just did what he kept saying he was going to do. And just been like on his knees without armor, like, I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Or we had waited like Baltaim and Perry and Oriana wanted to mm -hmm. till the next day to do it. I think we would have probably been okay. We wouldn't have been allowed to pick those flowers right away because A, our DM is going to give us consequences for our fuck ups. Um, and B, that just doesn't narratively make any sense if this dragon was going to literally barbecue us yeah. uh, but i think we could have been able to make nice and had to have like earned it but we wouldn't mm -hmm. have had an absolute catastrophic world ending failure yeah i suppose with a high enough with an opportunity for and a higher enough persuasion check you could be given some tasks to prove your worthiness or something <laughs> by a dragon that'd been cool actually that'd been really cool i mean i would have um, been down for that and that's what i was hoping we were going to get to do and then campion went up the hill bad <laughs> You know what I don't understand, and this is a genuine question for Jay on uh, about Campion's choice. He's the one that told Oriana to call Aaron. Yeah. And then he didn't he have the patience to like Oriana wait was taking for way the too message. Long. Was way too long with this message. <laughs> like I and mean, was just like, in the grand like, scheme oh, of things, it minutes. might have taken her like two minutes max yeah. to actually do that. Yeah. But Campion's like, call Aaron. Fuck that. <laughs> So, yeah. like, the whiplash yeah. I had for that choice. It was real. Genuinely, I was curious why that happened. It wasn't supposed to be real, but it was. Okay. Uh, we all make mistakes. Sometimes hope, we my, think my the same dragons are unreal. Finally caught up to me. Okay, is that what you want to hear? Yes. Exactly. There you it's go. It's so funny though, because it's not his hubris. It's not your hubris finally catching up to Campion. It's like the hubris of ten of thirty minutes ago <laughs> catching up. <laughs> uh, it's very. It's a very short like thing it was, to consequence. It was a quick art. A very quick you know? turnaround. Yeah. Yeah. Really <laughs> quick. Art. I will be really interested quick. to see if Campion actually learns from this rather than just like writes it down in his journal and keeps. Campion walking. learns from everything. Does he? It's a little absorbs. information sponge. It's yeah, okay. Exactly. Let, let me be more specific. If exactly. he learns as a person and yeah. grows from this. What does he learn from this aspect? Yeah, that's what that's the question you should really be. Yeah. That's that's what I'm curious to see. Yeah. Did he as a person learn from this mistake and grow from it? Or is yeah. this just another in a series of scientific experiments that Cammy writes in his journal and later forgets? <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like also that's kind of just how Campion perceives the world mm -hmm. kind of 
Yeah. It is an element to be studied, I mean, in his sense, because, I mean, he knew he was already on borrowed time anyway, and mm-hmm. so he's just like, I want to know everything, and then now it's like, oh, yeah, you might not be on borrowed time, but, like, there's some shit going on, and he's like, okay, cool, and he's like, oh, a dragon, and he's like, oh, dragons oh, are, like, mythical <laughs> creatures, I wonder what, like, behaviors they would. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's figure this out. It's, a, it's, it's an illusion. illusion. It's not real. I mean, this just, is a like... normal dragon behavior. What? <laughs> no, nah. I'm like no. I like, like me personally. You, I'm, I'm like serenity, no. We're gonna fight bitch. it, but like she'll put shit I there want. for us to see I do, I do and know about. Interesting though. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just interesting seeing how the different characters sort of interact with the storyline, with the plots, like they're very different perspectives um okay so post dragon bernie rip the flowers um so (laughs) aaron was real mad at you guys Mm -hmm. (laughs) she was um pretty very mad at you so what do you now feel like is the future of the group with um with like lux eterna because you've been somewhat uneasy co-workers for a um, while, but Lux Eterna, um, I, I feel they have their own thing. Uh, what's going on here? Um, mm-hmm. I mean, like you know, Lex has been on like kind of our main go between that, you know. But occasionally, you know, we get Aaron and uh, the Fulton. Fulton, there we go. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Fulton, they get in the mix, man. Uh, but they're not telling us everything. And um, Dobby picked this up really early. Uh, in in the bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, Campion he's not really uh, it, like interested to even like investigate. But mm-hmm. yeah, but like like Jay Jay Jay's figuring uh, though this could be some some bullshit. Uh, that's Gears are turning me. for Jay. Ex- yeah. Exactly, you know I'm insane. Um, uh, but yeah, no. Um, yeah, yeah, my theories are insane. There's um, a cork board. But there were seriously just something. There's seriously something not adding up with Lux Eterna, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know. I, don't, I I do not trust Lux Eterna. Okay, even though they do give us the assistance, well, for what reason? Well, why? What are they getting out of this? They're not. You, what you think they're they're superheroes? They're they're not the Avengers. Okay, what are they getting out of this? The Avengers are pretty shady by the end of the movies too. So exactly, Tony Tony Stark. I love you, three thousand. Uh, not this time. Three thousand. <laughs> not this time. Not this time. Not this time. Oh, I mean, I don't. I. I personally am not suspicious of Lux Eterna. I think they've got shit going on that we haven't bothered to ask about, and like that's a thing that Perry is thinking about like we've leaned on them because we've needed them we've never with the exception of like a few conversations with lex and of and and the interaction with fulton we don't we haven't tried to find out what's going on me personally i have a couple theories about like the couple we haven't met and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing but like i don't think that they're all like suspicious i think we haven't bothered to find out what's going on we're very wrapped up in our own situation 
and not thinking about, and, and it's actually kind of something that'll probably come out a little bit next session. Like Perry's, Perry doesn't trust him implicitly, but she, mm-hmm. you know, she thinks that they're, they're facing the same thing we're facing and they faced it before and they now realize that they weren't successful possibly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge thing. Like, oh, the big heroes did not finish the job. They were wrong. And now they're dealing with that. And Perry's thinking about that now that we've had those conversations. So Perry's like, she's mad about like, cause she hasn't put it together that she couldn't, that Aaron couldn't tell us the whole truth. Like mm-hmm. once she puts that together, she will be less mad at Aaron about testing us. Mm-hmm. Um, but like right now she feels like partially she feels like, well, they never really give us any respect. And then they keep asking us to do things that they already say we're not good at anyway. Mm-hmm. And then they mm-hmm. punish us for failing. But at the same time, like Perry's acutely aware that if we don't grow up and grow up soon, we're gonna die and the whole world's gonna die with us. So for her, she's kind of picked up on the, they're right about us if we don't change. And like Perry's doing her damnedest to grow up and to make things right. Mm -hmm. And so it'll be really interesting to see how the group grows up and deals with this or Mm -hmm. doesn't and Mm -hmm. falls on their faces. Yeah. I think it's interesting too, to see Perry, like, slowly lose patience with the status quo of the group. She's like, well, this is a cycle, and it's pissing me off, and eventually I'm going to do something about it. Yeah, that's good. Tune, uh, <laughs> tune in next week. Tune in next week. Tune in next week. Perry um, kicks everybody's ass. Well, I mean, there is a sort of, she's realized, especially after that conversation at the end of the episode with Aaron, when Aaron said, I thought you at least would figure it out. Mm. Perry realizes, oh shit, I was caught up in my own bullshit and I wasn't leading the group and pointing to what I knew and look what happened because I didn't step up and take charge. So she's kind of at a point like, fuck it, I'm about to be in charge. The children are going to get in line so we don't die. Mm. It's interesting. Yeah, so can you talk a little bit about the conversation you had with Aaron right at the end? Um, I mean, part of it is something that, like, I as a player have been thinking a lot about mm-hmm. because it's not that Perry has been, like, absently reaching for that wild magic. She's been doing it in a very controlled setting. But for the first time, when she did it and she wasn't really thinking about it and trying to control and do, and she didn't know what to do, it was highly destructive. So she's gotten an inkling of, wait a minute, what if I try to make it do things? What if I know what I want and I try to make that happen? Because when she first used it in an effective and productive way back at the Arbor, uh, back at the Arbor, it was literally an attack. She could do something and manifest it. Mm-hmm. So it should be interesting to see when she gets over the wallowing in her own failure um where she goes with and I kind of have an idea of, of of what she's going to do where she goes with trying to learn to actually understand what it is and how it works mm-hmm. and and how to control it and also bless the dm for the tiny bit of hope because Perry had had a hell of a last half of that session <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. I feel like Perry's character arc is just about to like roll over onto the next side because mm-hmm. I, I think that thing with her wild magic too, the desire to leash it and be able to use it for her own purposes is kind of the same as her um her desire to take control of the group and to be a leader within the group. Like she's becoming proactive. Mm-hmm. She's ready to stop letting things happen to her. Yes. That's my interpretation. <laughs> it's it's actually pretty accurate um, because that's sort of been her whole thing. Things happened to her and happened to her and happened to her. And the first thing she did that was actually proactive was leave. Mm-hmm. The choice to step out of the forest and do something about it. But then after that, she just kept letting shit happen to her. And like, it's been a gradual, like, okay, well, fine, enough. And, you know, she stepped up and she argued with Oriana and f- helped fix their friendship. Um, and now she's realized, okay, fine. I can't, I can't keep watching the world go by and slap me in the face. If I want to save my people, if I want to save the world, I have to be the one to do it. Mm-hmm. So I am interested in seeing where things go because there is like one more place before we leave Zuma that Perry really needs to go. And uh, this should be fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Zuma's been a busy city. Um, and we do have to move on to the top for, for today because we're late 10 minutes late. It's fine though. You know, we're just having a chill time. Um, <laughs> so so the, the topic for today is curses. Everybody's favorite. Um, so curses are obviously nasty little buggers that can really fuck up your day. Um, so let's start with a, with a bang. Uh, what's the nastiest curse you've ever been hit with in game? Oh, my character went like full insane. What happened? Yeah. Oh, um, they were, well, trying to acquire ultimate power. Um, oh, so they're the already insane. Well, well, well. Okay, well, it was it was for the greater good, and they put they put on this Always. crown, and uh, the crown um, was uh, cursed by uh, well the, by the game's kind of like version of Loki, mm-hmm. kind of it was like a mischief god, and uh, totally uh, drove my uh, wizard insane. Uh, wow. It was cool. Yeah, dude. So you went like full Ice King. Exactly. (laughs) Nice. Amazing, dude. Nice. Yeah. Uh, My party had to actually hold me down. And, you know, they would have to uh, give me special medicine Uh in order to keep my sanity. And when I'd go insane, it was uh, was, was, uh, was pretty intense, you know, Uh, level level 10 wizard slinging some shit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Nice. I and I hesitate to say this with the DM mm. in in the back of the call, but I don't think I recall my character in any game getting hit with anything particularly nasty. Oh, um so like I said, uh DM's hiding in the back of this call, um remembering that Lara has never had a character get cursed. Um <laughs> But really, I don't think I have. Like the worst, honestly, some of the worst things that have happened have been like little temporary things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Who knows? Maybe I'm cursed now and I don't know it. Um, there have been some failed perceptive che- perception checks. We don't know what's happened to me. Uh-huh. <laughs> there have been you times like, oh, never mind. 
Yeah, conceivably, you could just like keep failing perception checks and never know. Never notice first. Yeah. Until you die. <laughs> and you're like, wait, it's a weird way to die. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what would you guys say is like the difference between between a curse and like a, a temporary effect like blind or frightened or dazed or anything like that? Mmm. I don't know, for me, I feel like a curse can be multi-layered, right? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it can be, you know, you're getting fucked, um, but it can also mean that you will, you now have access to a whole nother level of bullshit, uh, i.e. maybe a rollable table you know mm-hmm. or good. or now you you you're you're having visions of the future <laughs> I've, d- I've done something like that like you know how, exactly how you're going to uh-huh. die and it's slowly causing you exhaustion it's yeah. crazy dude yeah man we're like a temporary status effect is like yeah i mean i mean you can you can word it to where like oh yeah there's you know a creature it spits like tar in your face like the fucking mm-hmm. dinosaur from jurassic park and now you're blinded and you're freaking out you know so you can be like both terrified and and blind and whatever man mm-hmm. but i mean at the end of the day like you know it's it's pretty cookie cutter you know mm-hmm. yeah with, with them i mean i think yeah. a lot of it has to do with like literally the longevity of the problem mm-hmm. and the way you can fix it like oh okay well you're paralyzed okay well i have yeah i have a spell for that like an easy spell for that but like a really like a really bad curse mm-hmm. a little remove curse is not going to solve your problem mm-hmm. because that's too easy um like okay well i mean it, it you know a curse i'm oh yeah i, I cast remove curse it comes off but like something that like legit curses you is Mm-hmm. far more detrimental and long-term and requires so much more to deal with, which kind of leads to a lot of really interesting story and narrative. Yeah, a curse break mm-hmm. can be a whole quest. Yeah. Um, speaking exactly. of which, speaking of which, what you guys think about like curses as plot hooks or like part of a backstory? Because the quest to break a curse is like very classic when it comes to fantasy. Yeah. You get a lot, a lot of plot out of it, I feel. <laughs> mm, mm. I was like, where do I look to look significantly at Campion and the camera? Yeah, exactly. uh, yeah it's exactly. hard to look significantly at somebody over Zoom. <laughs> um, I I think it's 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 good. I mean, technically, you know, I I technically wrote my curse in Serenity. Get the fuck out of here, bro. You did, you know? but you also I did. You also have done nothing about it, sir. <laughs> Okay, slow and steady. It's it's the <laughs> slow burn, dude. <laughs> slow burn. As long as Campion doesn't die, we're golden, baby. Okay. And and yet he went up that mountain. <laughs> and yet he went up yeah. the mountain. But but yeah, no. I feel yeah, like in Campion's case, I feel like it's always, you know, you don't you don't really think about it, um, you know, because you know, but but you, he he thinks about it actively, uh, mm-hmm. and especially when when more and more information comes about uh it's kind of like subtle like i i kind mm-hmm. of release it as subtle as wise because like in, in campion's mind you know he's always thought like he's always been different he's always thought there wasn't anything normal about him and now that these pieces are starting to come together 
he's actively passively like he's 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 cataloging this information in the back of his head and it's always kind of you know going at it bit by bit because if if he were to go at it all together he would be freaking out like perry Mm -hmm. um and uh there's already shit going on with a with a a dark god and their souls already fucked up and all this Mm -hmm. bullshit there's a lot of shit um that if Campion were to get more shit in there, you would just you would lose, you know, yeah. you'd shut down. Uh, it would be so, exactly. so shit that fits in. <laughs> exactly. So it's like a person, you know, the subconscious is uh, mm-hmm. a very great thing. Um, but how long does it take until the subconscious breaks? That's that's the slow burn, baby. That's the slow <laughs> fucking burn. Okay. Uh, I'm playing the law game. So has Campion been cursed all his life, like had this health condition? Yes. So he's grown up with it. Exactly. But it, it's it, he thought you know it was just it was just an ailment. Now mm-hmm. it's like oh this is some magical shit. Okay, how magical is it? I'm having some some very weird deep. The dreams are getting more vivid. Mm-hmm. I just slit a dude's throat. Okay, I got hooves. Okay, some <laughs> shit going going crazy. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I think using a curse is a good way to like give a character motivation. Mm-hmm. Like, if you don't, I mean, it gives you a a reason for your character to need allies. Um, because like that's one of the struggles is like, why are these people together? Especially if you start with a you meet in in a tavern and you don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but like that kind of hook in someone's story give them something that they can't fight on their own you need allies you mm-hmm. need friends um and i i think it's a really interesting way to make sure that there is something to drive a character to a join a group and keep going um and i mean i'm oh i i traumatize my characters in backstory a lot so um <laughs> i mean i've only had like two or three that have completely normal backgrounds that they're just happy to be adventuring mm-hmm. <laughs> Wonderful. That I think that's fun sometimes to just have a character who's an adventurer for no reason. Yeah. It's like it's just cool, you know. Or yeah, you know, it's just my job, my ordinary normal job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like used to be a carpenter, now I'm an adventurer. You <laughs> switch careers sometimes. Um, <laughs> so so cursed items I think are something that everybody is worried about. <laughs> on occasion, uh, particularly because they're so hard to detect, like when an item is mm-hmm. not just magic, but also like the nasty kind of magic. So um, I guess the question is like, you're both pretty experienced players. Is there anything you can do to kind of protect yourself from cursed items without passing up like a whole bunch of cool loot? Oh. What's the what's the what's the technique here, guys? I mean, I mean, you can go the whole you know safety and inspection or whatever. You know, you can channel your inner Oriana and be like, I got a pearl. Let me let me let me uh, identify. That doesn't always to, like, reveal ex- curses, ex- though. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Curses. Uh, uh, me, <laughs> I like um, what's called fuck it, and uh, just. No, <laughs> You know? You mean like yeah. put on a what cursed item, become a werewolf, and die? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> put on him. That was mostly my fault. Um, it's true. He could have taken it off before the attunement. Did I put his character down like a dog? <laughs> yeah, dude. 
you yeah, did. It was did. bad. And then you made me invis. And then you made me invisible. And then you made me invisible. So I couldn't fix him. It was it was a whole fucking thing. Oh God, to be fair, amazing. that was that was my evil character. To be it fair, I don't, amazing, I don't apologize. <laughs> it was in character the whole time. It's fine, yeah. y'all. Yeah. We were like, don't trust this crazy bitch. And his character yeah, was like, I trust her implicitly. Well, also, well, also, I also yeah. wanted the items because, like, I wanted to turn into a werewolf and also a hellhound. I thought that was pretty fucking cool. So, pretty but, dope. Yeah. But yeah, I, I wanted think... to be cursed, said yeah. Jay. <laughs> Please curse I... me. Yo, man. Hey, I would have been like a werewolf fighting, fighting, fighting fucking Strahd. Fighting Strahd. Yo, oh that would have been God. sick as shit, dude. Yo, I, I would play a werewolf character. I think that'd be I know, fun. I know that'd yeah. be fucking sick, dude. Yeah. But but yeah, no, honestly, I I you know sometimes you just you know the fun the fun in in D and D is uh, mm-hmm. chaos, and I'm an agent <laughs> of chaos, and so I enjoy all things bullshittery, um even mm-hmm. when it fucks me. <laughs> oh, you just gotta enjoy the rise. Exactly. Yeah, as, as, as seen with, please don't go up the mountain. Please exactly. don't go up the mountain. Bye. Exactly. I'll be right back. You know? yeah. And then, and then when you're a DM, bro, man, yo, I like I don't know if any of you done it, but man, I give I give my curse items uh, personalities, bro. Yeah, that that's the there shit I love. To, there is something to be said about a sentient cursed item. That's good. Or like a semi sentient cursed item. It doesn't uh, yeah, talk. No. It could just be like have its own like personality. Like it just enjoys fucking you over and different ways i love that you get your frustrations out as a dm yeah boy who needs a therapist just be a cursed sword. I'm, just, I'm, I'm just making a note of like all the things to be aware of if i ever play in a game dm'd by jay yeah. he I'm will making, use I'm me as his notes. whipping girl via cursed I items I, I i am a dangerous person yeah, I've made a note to like if I ever play in one of your games to just pick up every item. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just pick up every item. Exactly. It's going to everything. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Uh, honestly, if, if it's Jay, I kind of do want to be cursed just to see what he come up with. Yeah, it's like uh, I just want to find enough. out. Uh, <laughs> I will create a character oh. I am not emotionally attached to at all and then join oh, Jay's no. game. No, I'll create a character that I'm emotionally attached to then I will get cursed. Okay. I, I I appreciate I appreciate all my characters. Ask anyone who's ever played in a in a, in a as I've DM for. They're like, oh yeah, man, Jay's cool. Like he gives us a lot of like weapons mm-hmm. and like cool cool shit. But he all yeah, but fifty <laughs> percent are fucking cursed, yo. And you will get you man, man. I, I'm lenient, but but when when shit hits the fan, mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit, what the fuck happened? And I'm like, yeah, you weren't ready. <laughs> you picked up that talking sword, even though it calls you a bitch. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs> you oh know when God. I said when I said it was called bitch sword, um. <laughs> You should have thought about so that. So tuned to it. You should have thought. You should have thought. thought even though, even though it's a plus two reason. item, even though it's a plus two item, you should have. You should have thought. You should have thought. Mm-hmm. <laughs> should have been like, why is it called that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> um. So, what's the coolest curse that you've like seen? Not necessarily affecting your character, but just like seeing or read about. Uh, I think it was on a Reddit post where mm-hmm. it was uh, a kind of an uh, it was a shield that 
would no it was a sword that talked to an individual and slowly corrupted them and at mm-hmm. the end turned them into the big bad but the 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 characters the other players didn't know what the fuck was going on they didn't know it was a sword and mm-hmm. so when when they finally killed the big bad you know the next the next other character being able to be playable was like oh cool sword they took the sword and the cycle started all over again it's oh, no. it's so it's so good we're like you know the mm-hmm. it's an overarching uh-huh. story and it's just like you know, it's like, oh, it's because of this, but then like the party never figures it out. You know, I I enjoy that. Yeah, that is cool. Exactly. Dude. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I haven't seen a lot of cursed items that have been like really stand out. The thing that I find really interesting is the idea of like the cursed health potion, mm-hmm. or the um. And I, I saw one that was um, they were like almost cursed mana potions. Where um, you could, and I've saved this for a campaign later, the idea of these potions that you're, because spellcasters really want their spell ca- their spell, spell slots spell back. Slots back. Mm-hmm. They want their spell slots back real fucking So bad. much, yeah. Like you could, you could flat kill a warlock with one of these things because they do things like you will... One of the ones I saw was like, you took it and then you rolled. And if you rolled a certain number, you just had a failed death save hanging out. Mm -hmm. So like you were already down a death save, even though you'd never died. Oh shit. And like that shit could stack. Yeah. Oh. It never went away. No, it went away. Like okay. it would go away on a long so. rest. Okay. Like got you'd have you. To, you, you. It went away on a long rest. Okay. But like you get a warlock that's really fucking desperate. Yeah. Chug a potion, then they roll, and they don't know, and then shit's going to. <laughs> oh, oh dude. that's scary. That's good. That's, <laughs> yo, so like I'm, so I I like the idea of items like that, like for especially for your higher level characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of times we get to this point where we're like super invincible. Like the fuck you. War, I'll dude. take on. Yeah. Strahd, I'm yeah. you know, um, marching by yourself. You march yeah, in and try to one v one Strahd. Um, <laughs> funny story, we almost did that. Um, but like the idea of stuff like that, that kind of they have benefits, mm-hmm. but it's high risk, high reward. Mm-hmm. And I really like that idea almost as much as I like the idea of a sentient curse because. A sentient curse, you've got a break. Something like that. Oh, well, you've done it now. And you're oh, stuck ho. with it. <laughs> yeah. That is cool. Um, I don't have a cool one, but I have a funny one, um, mm-hmm. which I believe I generated during one of the earlier episodes um, of this show from like a, an auto item generator. Mm-hmm. It's, a, um, it's a returning throwing axe that makes you deeply empathize with your enemies Ooh, ouch <laughs> yeah ouch. so like it's a really good item because the throwing x the returns to your hand but you will just like feel the pain of every person you're you're fighting mm-hmm. the emotional pain oh, yeah shit, dude. i um, mean i like the idea of Mm-hmm. Like, I like sorry. the idea of like give your barbarian something that like either does psychic damage when he hits mm-hmm. like to him That's like something cool, like yeah. that like oh yeah no this this is like a blood axe and it does all this damage but you also take like X amount of psychic damage mm-hmm. every, because you feel the pain you've just caused yeah and oh yeah. Are- 
Yeah, and barbarians aren't used to um, taking psychic damage usually because they have like um, mindless rage, which makes them immune to a lot of things. Yeah, mm -hmm. I, yeah. it's it's like a racial thing. I like unless they're, um... yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm. Cool beans. Um, so as like DMs like coming up with curses and stuff um, to sprinkle into your campaign, like little uh, little tiny bombs. Um, <laughs> so how do you balance curses so that they are like challenging and scary, um, but don't leave a player character unplayable? Mm. Mm. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> I okay personally for me uh I'll think about a curse right like sometimes I'll I'll I'll, I'll tailor it to a, a specific individual depending on like I want I it either follows their storyline or I want them to kind of like go like I want I want more out of their character if mm -hmm. I feel like their character is a little too cookie cutter or like too mm -hmm. two-dimensional um or I will have it to where their curse evolves with them and, you know, ch kind of challenge their morality a little bit. Like, you get more power, but, uh... Be the dark side, you're Anakin, you're Anakin Skywalker now, which is yeah, now... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, what's, what's, what's going on? So, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll do it like that when I'm, when I'm trying to figure shit out, you know? Yeah. Um, I think you kind of have to balance, like... And I, and I think one of the one of the best ways to do a curse is like that. Okay, well you're gonna get this benefit, but also it comes with this consequence. And mm -hmm. finding that balance where you make the benefit enough to not totally neuter the character, mm -hmm. but also you make the penalty enough to make it so it's not really worth it to keep that benefit in the long run. Mm -hmm. I think that's a and especially with like mid-level characters when you don't want to be like murdering them. Mm -hmm. And I think like using it to draw story forward, to draw mm -hmm. development out of a character is a really good way to handle it. Like you've got a character who's all brains and they're like obsessed with research. Okay. Mm -hmm. Make it better for them to research, but like make that knowledge cost them, make them you know have to realize, okay, well all the knowledge in the world doesn't, do me any good if X is happening. Yeah. They get what they want, but at what price? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a lot of at what cost. Yeah. Um, it's a really that's, good think, way to balance it. That's I think the essence of like a cursed magic item. Um awesome. And that is our time for today. Um, but I have one more question, not to you guys, but to the viewers. We are looking to add more features to our Patreon page. So we'd like to get some feedback from you about like what things you think would be cool or what type of rewards you want to see. Um, so you can comment here, comment on our YouTube videos, tweet at us, or join our Discord and comment on there. Um, yeah, or buy a mug from our store and leave a comment there too, you know? There are many, there are many avenues by which you can get this information to us, but we do want to know because we're very mm -hmm. excited about our Patreon and we're very excited to give the fans like a little bit of behind the scenes content and things like that. The cool stuff that you don't get to see on stream. Um, thank you for watching. Uh, tune in next week for us talking about the consequences of what happened and turn it, tune in on Friday for the actual consequences that we'll then be talking about on Tuesday. <laughs> 
Um, it's a nice little cycle we've got going here <laughs> week by week. Um, it's almost intentional. It's almost <laughs> intentional. Like, yeah, just the way it kind of worked out was really cool with like the scheduling, you know? Um, <laughs> anyway, I hope you have a great night. I hope you're staying cool if you're in the in the zone of this heat wave. Terrible. Um, thank you to Sunburn Lane Meows for doing our music and our logo. And I hope you all have a great night. Bye. Bye, guys.